<laughs> and so anyway, so I, I take it out. I'm like, I, and, and so I'm thinking this. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm going to like have a Wong Kar Wai uh, marathon today. I put in 2046 and all is good. I'm having a good time watching this movie, which is a movie about a sci-fi author who just fucks a bunch of girls. That's the film. Pretty based, uh, if I do say so myself. About an hour in, things get a little strange. Uh, the frame rate starts going all over the place. Uh, the And I'm starting to hear like people talking while it's like, just the images are super distorted and stuff. Now, I hadn't seen 2046 before this because it was a little bit hard to find. And this is the reason why I wanted to watch 2046 first because I've seen the other films in that trilogy, you know? Because, uh, you know, it picks up right where In the Mood for Love leaves off. Right. And um, I'm thinking, you know what? This could just be something experimental, right? You know, like this could just be like an experimental kind of sci-fi glitchy thing that he's doing. And then it, it keeps on going. And I go, usually when Wong Kar Wai does something like this, it lasts for a few seconds. It doesn't last for like three minutes. <laughs> uh, so you're feeling and, like you're watching The Hobbit? Yeah. Was, was so it like it that was, or was it slowed no, down where it was shutter speed? No, like, no, no. It was like, it was slowed down shutter speed. And then there were like glitches, like glicks, I don't know, glitched pixels all over the screen and it would like go freeze frame. I would still hear the audio and I was thinking, but it was during like a dream sequence. It was during like something like that. I thought maybe this is part You thought of it was just part like, of the movie? It was a I defective was just... disc? <laughs> it was scratched you... up disc? No, no, no. Playing no. it so on this... your PlayStation 1 DVD player? <laughs> no, no, no. no. So, did you take so it out this. and blow on it and then put it back in? I did. <laughs> you, you laugh at me, but I did. I took it out. The disc was fine. Um, the disc wasn't scratched. It was completely fine. I was playing it in my Xbox One X, right? So, uh, which is a 4K, you know, right. Blu-ray player. Like it's, it's, it's really good. It's, it's done me, you know. It's honestly, I prefer it to my other Blu-ray player. But I looked it up online, and supposedly they messed up the encoding on the Blu-ray discs of the Wong Kar White box set. And if you, and it's not just with gaming consoles, but with certain brands of Blu-ray players, they'll just completely just shit the bed on you. So, so but, thankfully, so because you got it out from Amazon, you can't get like a refund. Is that what you're about to? Well, no. I mean, I had an like I have another Blu-ray player that's just a dedicated Blu-ray player. So I was able to just put it in there and pick it up from where I left off. Um. You know, because it, it, it's a 4K Blu-ray player because I had that before I got my Xbox. So, you know what I mean? Like, I had that from before. So I'm not, like, it was a simple thing. But I was like, how, like who the fuck does this? Like, how do you mm-hmm. mess up the encoding so bad? You know, what? That, yeah. you know what you should do is you, you got to start a class action lawsuit. Right? <laughs> I get everybody else who's fucking yeah. I'll gather. Online. I'll gather, the, the like, the 50 other people that want their... You got ninety dollars. You gotta get a hot shit prosecutor. <laughs> okay. You gotta take it. I part. think. I think what you should do is go against Criterion and complain about how many African Canadian movies they put out. Because how many of those are? Well, first of all, how many of Good those point. are there? And then second, <laughs> how many now, are now there on the collection? The yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have to. We have to go under the assumption that there are many that have not been made. Right. Yeah. All but right. So, right. so just yeah, go with that. <laughs> exactly. I, I also like that Hans's conclusion was that oh, so you got it from Amazon. That means you can't get your money back. Well, that's like the easiest place in the world to get right. a refund. Yeah. You just lie. You just say nah, it never showed up. Yeah, that thousand dollar <laughs> thing I bought didn't show Doesn't up. Work. I expected <laughs> yeah. better of you, Amazon. I'm going to take my business elsewhere. And they go, oh, oh, sorry. Let's give you. Wait, are you saying you that you've lied? You've lied Wait, to, to Amazon's customer I, service? Listen, I lay down the law if something ain't right. <laughs> if my box has a scratch on it, a dent, I'm getting a Do you know how refund. many times? Do you know how many times I've told Amazon that I've received one shoe <laughs> on my two pairs of shoes and i just get a full refund for the two pair of shoes they should start I, sending you one shoe to make up for yeah. just so you have three shoes <laughs> to teach so you a I, lesson so i have a friend 
and his whole he had a scam going on um so you know amazon and a lot of these online companies they hire like people to work customer service right from their homes and yeah yeah, and they would and they would pay you um and they would an hour no 15 dollars an hour in the states Oh yeah. States, yeah. So they, yeah. yeah. So they pay $15 an hour in the States. Right. And, um, but you would have to go through like two months of training, which is just essentially watching YouTube videos. You're just sitting in there and they, you just have to press a button to say that you're there and blah, blah, blah. And so what he would do is he would cycle through like every few months, he would just cycle through all these, all these different trainings. like online, all these different trainings and get paid for the yeah. entire time without actually having to do any work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I remember he was he was uh, telling me um, when he was going through training at Amazon that part of it they had to listen into an actual to actual customer service phone calls, and one guy called in thinking that Amazon somebody had stolen his credit card from Amazon, and uh, and he was like, and the person was like, oh well, um, was it used on any like other like Amazon products or something like that? He goes, he goes, wait, let me uh, let me pull up my credit card info. He goes, it looks like he says. So the last charge was on uh, blacks.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my 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 girlfriend of Oki's back. What my 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 girlfriend works for Amazon customer service. She's like on a higher level of customer service for Amazon and uh there, there there's a lot of calls where you're just like how do you not just google that like why <laughs> do you have to go on the phone for 45 minutes so that someone can tell you something you can just google and that's every yeah. customer service calls that they get yeah but yeah. i was thinking uh because uh you said how come there hasn't been like a michael bay collection on criterion let's say that um you have to pick five Michael Bay movies for that collection. What would be those oh easily five? Just the Transformers that's a, that's a lot. Let's say four. Yeah, five just is a, too many. Just the Transformers movies. I mean, peak of American cinema, right? It's uh, it, it's well, mer- there's five of them though, right? Yeah. So which one would you leave out? I I, I guess the last one. I didn't see the last one, so no. Actually, if I was to be serious though about Michael Bay, the collection, I. The Rock definitely would be in there, right? Since Armageddon's already in the collection. Actually, I don't think Armageddon's that bad of a movie either. Like, it's I rewatch that. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. It, I mean, it, it's it is what it is, but it's, it's early two thousands. That's what you expect from a blockbuster from. That yeah, time. it's a blockbuster from the early two thousands, and I think that it's pretty entertaining. And yeah. yeah, it's not high art or anything, but it's it's fun, and I can turn it on kind of turn my brain off for two hours maybe do some other stuff and it's and it's good it's not offensive it's not like you know offending my eyes and ears the entire time um so i guess i would i guess i'd put that in there uh pain and gain uh Hell yeah. uh 13 hours and um uh there's not that much the island bad boys pearl harbor no uh uh, that's not really that much else. Transformers, Michael Bay. What are we talking about? Pearl yeah. Harbor. If I had, if I had to put five movies in the in a Michael Bay box set for the Criterion, so so far I said The Rock, Armageddon. Those are like the two easiest, I guess, because um, they're already in the Pain collection. Yeah. Uh, Pain and Gain, uh, thirteen hours, and then I got to figure out the fifth. <laughs> Six Underground. Do you guys see Six Underground? Six Underground was edited where it like legit gave me motion sickness watching it. Um, so that's hold why. On, hold like, on. I want, I, what about the rest of the Wong Car Y box set? You reviewed twenty forty nine. Wait, twenty. What's it? What's the title? Twenty forty six. Twenty forty six. Twenty forty nine is Blade Runner. Uh, yeah. How were the other? movies i know well, that they all that, look like my cam right now and that's not how nice. they were originally shot or colored yeah they they, they changed the color grading of it um because I, I i haven't watched the like the other ones in that box set like i have like in the mood for love and some of the other ones from before you know so i watched i've watched them before i honestly got the box set so i could watch like some of the 
harder to find Wong Kar Wai films because um, I'd already seen the other the other ones um, a couple times before. So I don't I don't really need to see them again in the foreseeable future. But yeah, I heard that they kind of recolored them, just like. Um, I want I wanted to ask you this too. So I also got memories of murder. Mm. And you also told me that they kind of made it more green. Right. This. It looks the same. I've seen screen caps. Uh, I mean, I watched Memories of Murder for the first time last summer. And, um, you know, Korean movies, especially around that time period, have sort of a warm look to them naturally. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it was a, a 1080p transfer because it has been released on Blu-ray in Asia. <laughs> And yeah. it looked solid. And then I saw some, I think it might've been on like blu-ray.com. They were doing before and after comparisons Yeah, and it was straight up, just not even like subtly colored green. It was just like, they loaded it up as is into final cut pro and just went to the green tab and went Foom. and it, it yeah. looked kind of rough. Yeah. It, there were scenes in there that like the, um, opening and closing like scenes of the movie uh weren't at all and had that kind of warm look to them and then the kind of the uh you know when it goes back in time to show the the uh the investigation it definitely has like a a green tint to it and i was you guys are crazy i like i'll watch this shit i don't care about the aspect ratio i don't (laughs) care about the colors i don't care about any of it i just watch the movie it's a good movie. All right. No, Oki. That's no. It's against the yeah, bad, huh? Very, you would have been happy with yeah, yeah. if that's what you had. Yeah. Were you happy with the Hobbit trilogy, Oki? <laughs> I, I don't watch. I don't, I don't care. Like if people talking about sixty FPS in the Hobbit trilogy. I'm just like, what Sucks. the fuck is sixty so, FPS? <laughs> Wait, to show <laughs> fucking, just to show how autistic I am with like aspect ratio and stuff. I went to visit. Um, an old lady, like a family friend, she's in a rehab facility now because she broke her hip, whatever. I went, I went to visit her today. And when I was work, walking through the rehab facility with my family, um, they had a TV on, 16 by 9 TV, you know, HD, whatever, like LCD screen. And it was showing Little House on the Prairie, except it was filling up the entire TV. And the first thing I said is, that's in the wrong aspect ratio. Why are they doing that? <laughs> and I'm like, it looks Chris weird. Like, <laughs> Michael <laughs> Landon is all stretched out. <laughs> yeah, is that his name? I don't even know. I, I was name. like, like, don't they know that it was shot in it, it was shot in a four by three, you know, one point three three by one aspect ratio, and they're showing it on a sixteen by nine television, <laughs> taking up the entire screen. What are you know? It's it's the angry video game nerd. Did you what turn the TV thinking? off? You should have. Yeah, no one on DVD. No one should watch this. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe we got fucking Michael Landon right. I actually, uh, I have a story. I have a story about this that Oki can say is is true. Yeah. Is Oki wanted me to to do a kino cast about, about Joe, oh, and then you're like, Joe. oh, the aspect ratio is wrong. I'm like, who the fuck cares? Dude? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot! So, like, holy shit. Yeah, is that the Nicolas Cage Joe? Yes, no, no, that's no, no, right. no, no, no. This is the Nicolas. They're trying to be, you know. No, this is the 1971 Joe. It's um, a remake, uh, the Nicolas yeah, Cage a, one. <laughs> yeah, it's a remake right. of the Nicolas Cage one back in 1971. Actually, the Nicolas Cage one's a really good movie. I like it. Yeah, Cage. I thought that was uh, a good it. comeback for David Gordon Green because he had yeah. some shit movies prior to that yeah he did i don't remember anything about that fucking movie that's like i think he did such the a forgettable sitter right before movie. that or well uh, no right before that he did prince avalanche. prince avalanche which was actually okay as well it was and okay then, um, yeah joe was was him joe actually was making good really movies. good well yeah it was he really sitter your highness was a yeah your oh, highness geez, that yeah was, yeah that was yeah that was really i tried i tried to watch your highness uh, like two weeks ago and i was like Dry, oh, it no. just felt like okay, so we have weed, let's just shoot something <laughs> medieval ish, let's yeah. just get high, and whatever comes out, comes out. Dude, yeah, who exactly. Was, who was that fucking Matthew McConaughey movie that was, it's exactly like Joe? 
except it's like it's uh, like in a mud story. yeah i thought that's like i i watched both of these like joe and mud it's the same I'm like, fucking it's movie. the same fucking movie <laughs> it's the same hair and everything he doesn't change his clothes at all it's just the same thing yeah. oh, although i man. thought mud, mud was really good i still really liked mud i like jeff nichols way of, of directing he's a bit more uh uh subdued in his directing Although I'm oh. not too excited for his next film because Jeff Nichols' next movie is going to be A Quiet Place Part 3. Oh, I get that bag. Oof. Yeah, he's he's going to yeah. secure the bag. Yeah. His best film, um, I still think, is Take Shelter. Take Shelter's great. Yeah. Michael Bay is currently working on a Drew Goddard uh, scripted film about robots in space. Wow. So new territory yeah. for him. I can't wait. Really <laughs> stretching his artistic capabilities. Yeah. Like. Michael Bay produced A Quiet Place. He produced he loves Quiet producing Place. horror movies for some reason, but not directing them. Have you have you guys seen the videos of Michael Bay with Peter um Peter Berg? Uh oh. no, I don't think so. So, so Peter Berg is an insane man um you know he directed lone survivor he uh, he directed all those mark Wahlberg. patriot i patriot's was on the day. set of patriot's day he was my director i had Deep, to play Deepwater a Horizon. victim oh yeah you've done the extreme too. I've done, I, yes I've, i did I, I, i've been I, there yeah I've been, i did 10 hours uh for a sandwich and yeah. that was that was <laughs> the worst time i've ever had on a movie oh screen. i i honestly hate i like there is a reason why I did extra stuff when I was first starting out and I didn't last long. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. No. Um, well, but... just to, just in case uh, people are not very familiar with Peter Burke's work, um, you you got a, I don't know why I'm laughing. Uh, I know why I'm laughing. Uh, you tragedies. got Patriot's Day. Yeah. You got Spencer Confidential. Uh, Deep Water hold, hold on. No, and... wait, what? He directed Spencer Confidential? Yeah, yeah. This is news uh, to me. I so have to any any up. Mark Wahlberg movie, I guess. Patriot's Day, <laughs> Deep Water like... Horizon. You have Ballers. He directed the pilot. Uh, Lone Survivor, Battleship. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Battleship. Yeah. What a great movie. Hancock. Battleship, yeah. <laughs> he, he did that Hancock movie with uh, Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. And he was an actor before that. Yeah, he was. Um, he was. Uh, he was in this like this really good actually TV movie. Um, fuck, the name was of it about the UFOs? You no, know, it was a femme fatale movie. I think he was also in like a UFO. Yeah, UFO. It was in UFO Celtic movie Pride. Well. The Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> he was in Corky <laughs> Romano. Celtic Pride, dude. Oh my god, yeah, Larry Bird's in that movie. I yeah. I used to have a VHS of Celtic Daniel Pride. Daniel Stern is in that movie. That's um. Yes. I don't even know Daniel if I can Stern talk about the quality of Celtic of Pride, but. Home Alone, Home Alone, no, yeah. Wayne's brother in Celtic Pride. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he was in Home Alone, which is just you know my favorite remake of Straw Dogs. Um. <laughs> oh, wow, that's not what I would go with Daniel Stern at all. <laughs> yeah, he rapes and he murders people. Oh, oh, shit! All right. <laughs> he was also in that in the Woody Allen movie um, with Max von Sydow. Was that Husbands and Wives or Hannah and Her Sisters? I think that might have been... No, that was Hannah and Her Sisters, I think. Husbands and Wives, uh, that was Michael Caine, wasn't it? Michael Caine, yeah. So Max von Sydow was in Hannah and Her Sisters. But so was Daniel Stern. And they had a scene together. It was actually pretty funny. Um, but Dude, I, can't even, I, I can't believe also Lorez just dropped Celtic Pride, which is like literally... I'm from VHS. Boston. It was what in a movie. It was in a VHS that's been in my house that has been in my house since I was a child. Uh, that's classic Judd Apatow. It literally, I yeah. I'm looking, looking at this now. Judd Apatow very present story. on our show. Actually, that movie, <laughs> that on Civic TV, as we mentioned, multiple Hans has times. been trying to get us to watch that for this show or for Civic <laughs> TV. I for will totally. I'm I'm down. I'm so that down. And the... I used to like that movie a lot. I want to rewatch it. I'm I'm fucking it's, down. It's, it's truly terrible. Uh, have you guys seen the, <laughs> have you guys seen the Big Green? It's like the soccer the soccer movie. With well, that, like the fat, the ginger, fat ginger kid, right? Fat ginger kid. From, that's the, he, the goalie. That was, was he in Sandlot heavyweights. Yeah. Wait, guys, guys, you aren't even getting to the. You know, there's like the iceberg. Oh, yeah. The iceberg meme. The bottom. Peterberg meme. The Peterberg meme. But 
this is the uh the irish sports movies uh i you know like iceberg irish american sports movies iceberg and at the very bottom is the disney channel original movie luck of the irish oh i remember that i do remember that what is that that was uh i'm confused if like i remember that from a fucking lucky charms commercial or if i like actually i'm gonna oh oh, dude yeah no yeah okay this was like a uh, on the family channel or like wasn't Dave Coulier was in that one, or was he in like the Mermaid one? Uh, I'm looking. He was in the Mermaid one. This Bro, had Henry Gibson in it. I'm pretty sure I saw this. I was a kid. Henry Gibson, you know from, you know Nashville, Mc, uh, Magnolia, yeah, um, the Blues Warriors. Brothers. Yeah, he was in it as a guy named Riley O'Reilly, <laughs> 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 and. Yeah, it's about uh, yeah a teenager must battle for a gold charm to keep his family from being controlled by an evil leprechaun. <laughs> I've legit- and it's a basketball movie. <laughs> I've seen this movie, and also I gotta say, Henry Gibson, he should have like he would have been perfect to play a pedophile. I can't believe, like he's never been. <laughs> That's yeah. something you love to hear as an actor. Is oh, you would have been yeah. great as a pedophile. <laughs> I would have yeah. told that to his face, like for real. I'd be like, dude, you like you look. You like should a go back in time and do it. Oh. If there's a time machine, if you if you get like the Back to the Future DeLorean, yeah. like the, the first thing Oki's doing is just going back to when Henry. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna do. Lives. He should play a pedophile. I'm gonna go back. Her. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the, uh, two things: a set of Celtic Green, and then Henry Gibson. You're a pedophile. But what I wanted to say though about Peter Berg until we got on this tangent is that he uploads videos of himself just having meltdowns on set. So you can go to his Instagram. I don't know if he's since deleted them from his Instagram, but you can go through and you can watch him just like scream and berate people on his set. Like other people are taking videos and I guess he just decides to upload. I don't know if it's a He's trying to get out ahead of it, maybe. Trying to be like, yeah, yeah, this is what I do. This is part of my uh, IG profile. It's my social media presence. So no one can be like, look at him acting like an asshole on set. Isn't yeah, that, like, trouble. I heard Huckabee's thing where it's like, well, I'm I am kind of a dick, so it makes sense that I yell at my actors. Let me yeah. jerk off my my trans niece, my trans nephew. Yeah, that's Wait, yeah. Jesus, David O. Russell, classic David O. Russell, classic David O. Russell. Damn, I didn't know that. But right. well, so, I so it was just a hack. So Peter Berg. So Peter Berg. Getting back to Peter Berg, like there's there's like a video of like. A guy made like a convenient store set and he was like, Why the fuck would they be selling this? Why? You know, he's just like going way out there. And there's so many, there's so many videos of him doing this where he just like has meltdowns. He's just screaming his head off of people. It looks very real. I don't know if this is faked or not, or yeah, or if or if he's it's like, oh gosh, you know, I don't want to have a Christian. Christian Bale moment where somebody else leaks it makes me look bad. I'll put it up there myself, and then people think it's a joke. You know, like that could be the thing. But there is a video, and it made me gain a lot of respect for Michael Bay. Um, so he's in the editing room, and he's looking at this thing. I forget what movie it was. It was for Deepwater Horizon, I think. It was. It was one of those Mark Wahlberg movies. And he's looking at the scene, and he's just going, "We're fucked. We're fucked." <laughs> and he goes i'm fucking fucked right now and then michael bass is like chilling like just lying down on this couch just like super chill and he goes peter we're not fucked it's <laughs> 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 like the most like, like mike michael bass kind of a weirdo isn't he like he he looks like wes anderson but he acts <laughs> like a cocky like alpha like bro <laughs> But it doesn't make any sense because if you look at him, he's just like you're just like a weird like Wayne Gretzky looking pale like lanky like white Wayne guy. Gretzky. I, I, I would Here, say here's that, yeah. here's what I know about Michael Bay. Michael Bay went out to dinner with some actress and his personal assistant. So it was a three person dinner, and then about three quarters of the way through the dinner, he goes, "Oh, I have to use the restroom," and then he got up and went to the bathroom, and the assistant slipped the actress a note that said. Would you like to sleep with Michael Bay tonight? Nice. And she said, "What I've heard is she said no, thank you. I think sure. I think she of probably course. did it. 
Uh, and, and, and that uh, actress is um, is Megan what's her name? <laughs> Megan Fox. <laughs> yeah, I thought Shia you were going to say Sissy Spacek. Yeah, Shelly Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh God. I've heard stories about Shelly Duvall and what she's up to in her hometown, getting banned from places. She's she's like nuts. Like yeah, she's, she's totally like yeah, she needs to be uh institutionalized. Well, Kubrick yeah. Kubrick ruined her, right? I guess it makes sense. If you're no, like a if you're like an actress was... that's like always been treated like an actress he... and then Kubrick comes and's like Listen, I need to get a reaction out of you, bitch. <laughs> I'm just going to treat you like shit for a movie. Yeah, I think, too, that she, like, I don't know. To kind of end up how she ended up, you, there had to have been more than, Dude, way it's like more in her than, eyes. Like, uh, you see the eyes? Like, they're so yeah, big. Like, yeah. thyroid. She has, like, thyroid issue. Thyroid. Well, you think there's some weird? Oh, you think it's crazy? Yeah, I agree. Wait, hey, 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 guys. Wait, not... so you think there's something on their brain and not like some weird Hollywood creepiness that happened to her? I think that, and also she probably needs to be exercised and uh, not necessarily institutionalized, but exercised and dealt with, and like like on a treadmill. She goes to, she got to, uh, like, you know, pray to Allah. And, uh, Listen, she did Popeye after the show. She, no, she did. I think that was before. Was that wasn't after? It? 1980 was Popeye. That's after uh, the Shining. 1980 was The Shining. That's the same oh. time. I don't know what movie she shot before. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if Robert Altman was faster at editing films than Kubrick. So, you know? Mm. like So, who knows? Yeah, That's I think they, movie, they were shooting The, the Shining in 78, I believe. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I, they, Popeye well, was probably after the fact. What a big year! came out on June and Popeye on December. Popeye is underrated. It's great. It's so good. <laughs> I, I I I remember yeah. watching it as a kid and just because I used to love the cartoon. But then, you if you watch it now, it's just it's it's very like the the um the design of everything in there. Even though they don't really show you that much of the world because they're in like an island or in like a a, a place close to where their ships would be, I guess. But yeah. Every everything is so well done. It feels very um like the, that Flintstones movie from the nineties where they really take time creating that world. Uh and it feels and very much Kyle like Kyle McLaughlin a, would be the perfect choice for the bad guy in the Flintstones movie. Well, not not in Popeye, no. But well, uh, <laughs> I love how you bring up the Flintstones movie as like a marker of quality. Oh yeah. Yeah. If we're talking about like cartoons that are made into movies, I think Flintstones is up there, right? No, Popeye's way better than Flintstones. That movie. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. I watched that. Like I remember seeing that on TV like when I was a kid and I was like, this is weird. That, it's like one of those. Well, weird... the first one. That the was first the first one, one I saw in theaters was that Flintstones movie with Rosie O'Donnell. Because the second one they tried to make fucking Rosie. No, that's the second one. They tried to make Rosie hot or whatever. I think the first one's the one with Halle Berry, isn't it? Yeah, she play oh. I she plays uh Kyle's personal assistant. It's got John yeah, Goodman yeah. and uh what's her name? Sitcom mom. What's you know who I'm talking about, the blonde. Well, I don't know. Uh, Third Rock from the yeah, Sun. That know. that shit. It doesn't matter. You're not speaking. Oh, right, Third right. Rock from the yeah. Sun with fucking Joseph Gordon Levitt. Was was the only Third Rock I know who who I knew with uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt until he like kind of got big. It's because is a Third Rock from the Sun in the Criterion Collection? Should be. Um, it should be it's in the French Stewart Collection. It needs it's... more diversity. Uh, add aliens. Fucking Third Rock from the Sun. Well, I mean, a lot of the reason why a lot of stuff isn't added to the Criterion Collection isn't because people in Criterion don't want to add it. It's because there's, it's because of distribution and copyright, you know, and shit like yeah, that. Right. And there are some, there are some movies that are just like caught in this like weird limbo where it's like one studio technically owns it and another studio technically owns the distribution rights to it. And so like nothing can be done until there's some sort of agreement between the studios about that. A lot of times the studios are just like, Oh, we're not even going to make any money. Like if we were, if we re-release this, cause it's an old movie. So we'll just kind of let this die, you know? And can, so... I, can, I, can I just be honest? Like I'm looking like I've been throughout this whole conversation, looking at like the shit that Criterion has put out and like the coolest movies that I know, there's none of, none of this shit is on the Criterion collection. It's a bunch of like kind of like 
I don't know, like shit that like hipsters. Yeah, and art. Was, like, yeah, so you feel in the like you feel like an intellectual when you watch them. You're like, it's oh, like they have plenty. Hold on, these lame. two things I'm... are not mutually exclusive. It can be both. Now, in Criterion's defense, there's like seventeen hundred hundred <laughs> titles, right? And uh, I would say most of them are quality. Some of them are a bit pretentious, sure. Maybe like four or five hundred. But Listen, when I when I watch Bamboozle, that's where I come for. It's just like that. I want to see what uh, Michael Rappaport wearing blackface is going to make me feel. Does he do that? He does yes. do that. So Spike Lee, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought he, he in still... Bamboozled, Spike Lee makes everybody wear blackface at the end of the oh. movie, but he especially loves focusing yep. the camera on Michael Rappaport as I... he should. So, so that's why Michael Rappaport continued to wear blackface throughout his whole life. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that one yeah. movie. Still, right? Yeah. yeah, I would say that about Criterion. There's plenty of really good. Like they have all the Truffaut movies in there. They have like a whole bunch of the Romer films. A lot of like the the French New Wave, um, French New Wave movies. A lot of Italian films, uh, uh, Italian realism. Uh, Russian movies are starting to add some more Russian movies. Uh, they've been kind of lacking. Like, where the fuck is the Diamond Arm? Like, why is the Diamond Arm not in the Criterion Collection? It was the best-selling Soviet movie of all time, and it's not in the collection. No one knows. Or I don't want to say no one knows about it in the West, but not a lot of people know about it in the West. Um, it, you know, but they do have like the cranes are flying in there. They have like all the Tarkovsky movies. Um, they have and they have like all the Ozu movies, all the Kurosawa movies. They have a whole bunch of Australian New Wave stuff. They have a lot of really good stuff, and a lot of my favorite movies are in uh, the Criterion Collection. Like the like, I'm a huge I'm a huge Bresson fan. Now I think they should add more Bresson because there's some Bresson movies that are incredibly hard to find, like Lancelot du Lac, Le Diable Problemont, and um, uh, Quatre Nuits. Uh, the four nights of a dreamer those three movies are like impossible to find unless you torrent them and where the fuck are the theodorus angelopoulos movies uh considering he was like a titan of greek cinema for decades he's not in the collection but what i'm saying is that a lot of my favorite movies are in the collection sallow is in the collection of it course, was sallow yeah <laughs> yes. you love sallow as well don't you <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that was that was i think it's fine number 17 yeah I that's early it, on in the collection they wanted that was, in they were very yeah. eager to get salo yeah that was their one of their first editions and um and a lot of pasolini's movies you know are in it i'm a huge pasolini fan what can i say i think he's i think for a commie he was pretty based um and uh, you know, if I was if I was to ask you to give me your f- top five directors right now, first thing that comes to your head, what would you say? Oh, Without giving any too much thought, just the first five that <laughs> pop into your head. Without giving, yeah, okay. Without giving it too much thought. All right, I, I'm going to give it a lot of thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would definitely say Malik. Um, Malik would be maybe my number one. Even just like his leadership. Uh. I really liked A Hidden Life. I didn't care for song to song. I thought that Night of Cups was okay. I thought the two, The Wonder was okay. But the thing is, is that Badlands, Days of Heaven, Thin Red Line, New World, Tree of Life, I think are all masterpieces. I like, I love all of those movies to death. And and the thing is, is that the the highs that I got from those movies are higher than pretty much what I've gotten from any other films. And so I'm, I'm willing to kind of look past a dud or two. Um, just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say my other like favorite directors would be uh, Robert Persson, um, the French director, uh, Werner Herzog. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I love Werner Herzog. I, I took a documentary class by him and, uh, what he was teaching it yeah yeah i think grizzly man is the funniest movie ever made grizzly man is great i was just watching the boondocks and warner herzog popped up in multiple episodes was saying very inappropriate very (laughs) yeah he he narrates in it yeah (laughs) yeah uh so yeah so i i really like him 
Um, I guess Richard Linklater. I, I maybe that's just more of a filmmaking inspiration thing that kind of like the way that he shoots stuff. So maybe maybe I I would take him back. I'm trying to I'm trying to make it kind of kind of well rounded. You know what I mean? I, I'm trying to I'm trying to do a, a sort of well rounded top five top five directors. It's hard for me to choose a Japanese director because I'm a huge very, fan. I don't know if you guys noticed it's very white. <laughs> no, okay. yeah, you don't have any <laughs> blacks or. Oh. I just started talking about Japanese directors. It's really hard for me to to like. Yeah, me too. I don't understand them. It's like, what are you speaking? <laughs> Why is this not English? <laughs> no, because I'm a huge fan of Kobayashi and Kurosawa and Ozu. I love all three of those directors. Um, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Seijun Suzuki. Um, I think his movies are nonsense, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. I got into S- Satoshi Kon. Of course, I just made a video about Satoshi Kon. Yeah, you inspired and- me to check out Perfect Blue for the first time, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. That, oh, that, that, that Perfect Blue uh, film does what I want all anime to do, which is I want to be able to turn it on and not need to be familiar with the book kind of like what we were complaining about earlier with these marvel films and just big properties in general nowadays and also i mean you know you take a look at a movie like ghost in the shell right and that's that's acclaimed as like one of the top anime films of all time but it feels like when you when you're starting that movie and by the time you end that movie it feels like a long episode of a tv show that's been running for a while and i don't because it is a tv show you you know what it really is okay i think that people especially like like the tv show um the there's actual there's a TV show for Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. And I think that's what people like. But also, I got to say, Ghost in the Shell, the movie, has the best soundtrack, like almost of all time, I think. Um, it's, 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 it's incredible. Um, I want to say this about Perfect Blue that I didn't put into the video. Um, because I guess just with the way that I do my videos, it's like, I don't want to like, I don't want to be the guy that like people watch a movie and they don't quite get it, right? And they want to watch this YouTube video and then have this person like literally explain every explain single little, beat yeah. ex, ex, explain it beat for beat. I, I want to like touch on the themes and touch on the, like the kind of the big ideas to kind of get people so that they go back and watch it and they'll notice more stuff. Because for me, I, I like it when maybe somebody points something out to me and I go watch it again. And maybe I don't, tech, I, maybe I don't hundred percent agree with them, but it makes me watch it in a different way where I can, uh, I can realize stuff myself. And I think that that's a great feeling that you get. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to take all the magic away from, from watching the movie, but something that, um, <laughs> something that I didn't put into the video, which I, maybe I should have, but it's funny is I, I was, I was watching the film over and over again. It's a very short movie. You can watch it over and over again and like, and then you can watch it many times in a day and, and you know, and then st- still be able to make it to lunch you know, it's, it's like barely over an hour long. Um, and, uh, uh, and I was watching it going like, what can I, like, where does blue factor in? Like blue is in the title. I'm trying to look for all the meaning and like how blue is used throughout the film. I'm looking at like every frame, trying to pick apart, like what blue could mean. And I'm like, but red is what's used. Red and white are the two colors that are used. Like, blue is hardly used in here and where it's used doesn't seem to be used in a sort of way to really kind of point to anything you know it's just used as like an aesthetic choice and so I looked it up online and Satoshi Khan said he was like yeah he said he goes I didn't even read the book Perfect Blue he goes I read a cliff note synopsis of it I got the general story of it and then I made a screenplay and and then the guy was like, so what's the name? Perfect Blue. Does it mean anything? He's like, no, it doesn't mean anything. I just thought it sounded cool. Face. <laughs> I was like, well, fuck me for watching the movie over and over going like, uh, oh, I'm like, because I'm thinking I like blue has to factor in somehow. And then I look it up and then the director's like, no, nah, it doesn't. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Anything? Of, what do you think of directors like Noboru Iguchi, who are like, to mention a lot he's a, he's a japanese director that uh specializes in movies about farts <laughs> <laughs> and about and about so uh, i don't know if you have seen the abc's of death but there's a short there i think it's f it's for fart 
It's about two Japanese uh, schoolgirls, and uh, of one of them fa falls in <laughs> love with uh, the teacher, and then somehow one of them ends up inside the ass of the other one, and there's just like fart <laughs> clouds around it. And but this guy, uh, he's very he's he's directed uh, what sixty nine movies, nice, uh, and uh, some of the names, uh, or at least the ones that I've seen. Uh, you got uh, Machine Girl. I don't know if you guys are familiar oh, yeah, with that. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. Uh, Dead Sushi. Did he also do um, Tokyo Gore Police? Is he that guy? Uh, no, I don't think he did that one. No, uh, but he did uh, Mut Mutant Girl Squad, which is very similar that. to that. Yeah. Yeah. Robo Geisha is also similar to that. Like, they're just very out there, very over the top, just violent and, and crass for just... See, I don't get anything. No I don't get anything out of those movies. <clears throat> Somebody, so in the time that I was, I was doing all the research in Pasolini and Sallow, 120 Days of Sodom, people, of course, were coming out of the word woodwork to be like, if you think Kino, if you think Sallow's bad, you know, check out this other movie. And so a person came out and they're like, Kino, if you but, think. But you don't think it's bad though, right? If you think Sallow is disturbing, you oh, gotta right, check, you, you gotta check out Itchy the, <laughs> Itchy the Killer. So I go, okay. Okay, well, yeah, you know, sure. Like, here's the thing, is that I've never been scared by a horror movie. I almost never get disturbed by a movie because it, I know when I'm watching it that it's just a movie, and I'm like, right. okay. It, 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 the disturbing factor is more like, for me, it has to, I get distor disturbed if it's paced correctly, if it's, if the tension is built correctly, that kind of stuff happens, and I really care about the characters and things like that. Just spectacle doesn't disturb me. So anyways, I watch Itchy the Killer, and I think it's the silliest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. Itchy and I'm like... Killer. I gotta say, dude, like, and we've talked about this before. It's a, like, it's one of my favorite manga of all time. Like, the, the movie is not that good. But the manga I is agree. I, a lot of people yeah. love priding Itchy the Killer. It's like, oh, this is some of Japan's best uh, cinema. And I can't, I can't tolerate it. No. It's not, it's not good. Look, the way that yeah the way that it's directed and like but the story in the manga is like it's actually like psychologically interesting and um yeah the whole like sadomasochistic angle to it and it's um look japan's like, best movie is harakiri hands down moving on a good uh, procedural <laughs> and um and then the and then the other movie that after i released my video on, on salo um i had people make comments going kino I think Sal is disturbing. You got to watch The Green Elephant. And I'd heard of The Green Elephant before, you know, but it was like one of those movies I was just like, I don't know. It, it's like Cannibal Holocaust, right? I'm like, I'm okay. Not you're, this you were, what's, what's the gist of The Green Elephant? You were approaching okay. like I approached Salo when you asked me about it. I was just like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's whatever. <laughs> so, 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 the, so The Green Elephant is a 90s Russian movie. Um, and it's in shitty quality. It almost looks like it's like beta tape or VHS or something like that. It's an exploitation movie about two Russian army prisoners who are holed up in this like shitty, it's kind of like industrial thing. And one guy is crazy. And, and you know, there's a scene where he shits on a plate and then spreads like spreads it around himself and then tries to get the other prisoner to eat it. And they're, and they're being like imprisoned by these two crazy men and there's a scene near the end where uh, the guy, the kind of the main character, like kills his the guy that's imprisoning him. He kills him, and then he rapes him, and then he disembowels him, and, he, and then he takes out his vocal cord, and then he puts the vocal cord on the other guy to make him look like an elephant, and he sings into it, like it's 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 like this like overly like trying really hard to be edgy and to be gross and disturbing but it's like but it's silly there's like a 10 minute sequence in it where the the prison guard is telling them the history of pearl harbor and i'm like what the fuck am i watching it's all on youtube you can watch so it on youtube for free someone someone thought all right well you know you, know, you like the shit eating in salem <laughs> <laughs> what if I gave you a movie where someone put shit on a plate and then put it all over themselves? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is that like in Salo, it makes sense. Like there's there's a whole reason behind it. There's, you know, it, it's a it's a 
statement on so many different things. But in The Green Elephant, it's just about how this guy went crazy and he decided, he was like, no, this is food. I just want, and it, and it goes on for like 20 minutes. He's like, I just wanted you to eat breakfast. And then the guy's like, get that away from me. He goes, please eat it. Get that away from me. Or like, it felt like, it, maybe it wasn't 20 minutes, but it felt like it was 20 minutes, the scene. I'm just like, what am I watching right now? Like, this is just... It's, it just is silly. I thought I, people were telling me how like, oh, this is so disturbing. And I was like laughing. I, I just thought it was funny. Well, it's like, like kind of, I think kind of a Holocaust is another one that's just like, all right. Like, I, I think at least <laughs> now that we've been so desensitized with shit like that is just like, oh, cool. So the monkey's dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. like, oh, like, who cares? You know, it's not really shocking at all anymore. So those movies like, are just yeah. specifically to shock you. I grew it's up on like, 4chan. Oh, yeah, I, like, I grew up on 4chan, poll, and TV. And it's just like, gosh, especially on a place like Irotten.com, LiveLeak. Yeah, exactly. Uh, True Gore was another one, I think. True Gore, yeah. Something the, like that. The thing, the, is, ones. the thing is, <laughs> is like when you see the real shit, when you see images, when you see videos of the real stuff yeah you go to the movies and you're just like well this is fake like yeah. come on what's it's... the worst video everyone here has seen on the internet before uh hans you can start i think the uh or at least the one that's affected me the most is that uh cartel video where there's two mexican guys uh sitting next to each other and the video starts with uh someone off camera asking the guy to apologize so the guy's just saying like uh make sure that you don't cross them don't do anything to cross them or whatever they're for real uh and then a guy comes in with a machete and starts trying to cut his head off but the machete's not sharp enough so he goes halfway and you can hear him trying to breathe through the hole in his neck uh and then another guy shows up and like with a chainsaw and he chops the other guy's head off. Oh, I've seen that video. He's easily, easily with a chainsaw because it's easy. But the other guy, it's still getting like like a coconut with a machete, but it's his neck. And uh, you're hearing the lungs trying to, it's horrible. It's like 10 minutes long. Uh, it's the worst I fucking thing. I think you got the order mixed up. I think they started with the chainsaw and then they Maybe. cut at the other guy. Who, yeah, well, you've seen, yeah. But, I mean, I mean I've, I've only seen it once because of that same reason. Like, usually yeah. with those disturbing videos, like Two Girls, One Cup and shit like that, that's silly. Or like One Guy, One Cup. Uh, I would show my friends because they're more like, oh, this is disgusting. That's weird. But a, like a real beheading, that shit well, fucks see, me that, up. Like, that, when, when I was in high school, which was around that, the time, like all those videos were just, you could find it on YouTube. It was like 2008, yeah. 2009. I, I was in like an AIM chat group with friends and we would just send each other the most fucked up videos. Mm -hmm. And it would start with like something like two girls or one, one man, one jar where he's breaking it in his ass and then the blood pours yeah. out. Great video by Justin Wang out there on that. And then eventually it got to, uh, I think it was called, I, I forget the title, but it was two Russian guys who were yep, like maybe one 20 guy, years old. One guy, one, one screwdriver. Something like that. Yeah, I think so. Is that but there's the one a with, where there's a one guy with a screwdriver video where he's putting a screwdriver up his dick, up his dick hole, and that's really oh, rough. It's not the uh, same <laughs> thing though. It's the one man, one screwdriver. I'm thinking of is well, actually two guys, and yeah, they're just killing a, a dude man. in the forest. Now, I don't even think he was homeless. They they was hammered his face in. I think so. I think oh, they yeah. hammer his face in, and you can hear his. That's the thing. Like the 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 he breathing is what fucks me up because you can hear like that his face is broken because they break it with a hammer, and then you can still hear him trying to breathe through the hole in his face. Right, and that that's when pff, I can't because it's, and it's, it's not. Too, it makes a it real short video you know? like the the cartel no. video that you mentioned was maybe no. about like three minutes. I want to say, and that might be generous. I don't know. It felt like an hour, but <laughs> that one you're saying it's like well, 15 you're a wimp, minutes, you're yeah. a weenie. You can't deal with it. I understand. Yeah. The gore shit doesn't even fuck me up. It's when it's like just sad. Like there's this one video of like. It's a group of kids and they like one of them has a gun and then it just goes off and kills a kid in the group <laughs> of these kids. And it's just like, it's just fuck. It's like sad. Or like this other one where this guy this like, he's another kid and he, he like, he, he, he climbs up a mountain and then he starts sliding down it and he, and the slope is too steep. So he just, he, he's like sliding and you just see him 
and doing it in the most scuffed way. And then he just, he slides to his death. It's like Eric Clapton's kid. <laughs> he just fell off a window and I thought you were going to say like uh, you, or whatever. You, you're watching videos of you know a sick child in bed like they got the flu and a thermometer yeah, like, I, yeah, yeah, those, I don't want to no, no, one of those like poppies a, that's being rescued I'm like, it's all, all <laughs> nappy poppy that hasn't hasn't been shaven in like five years and he's all you know and then they rescue him and he's happy like a year later oh those no yeah. still. See, see, that's, that's like the only thing the... that makes me emotional on the internet is like videos of puppies getting rescued no it's like <laughs> yeah no the present the presentation of that is so um it's so like wholesome and i don't know i don't i don't really care too much like when that happens but, like i'm, I'm talking more so yeah i'm yeah, talking about like the like music the that's like building and everything where, like, like i would stumble on them and it's just like it's just sad yeah i kind of know what you mean i there was a box like an amateur boxing one i think where someone just got hit and then they like that was it there was lights out for good yeah see that like that kind of shit is like oh my god you know that movie like the black hawk down movie where orlando bloom he fucking just like falls off the airplane or the helicopter like they 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 just they get into Mogadishu and the first thing that happens to Orlando Bloom is he just like he falls just an accidental death. abrupt death like I, I saw it's a video like of sad uh, and pathetic and like I don't know that that kind of shit just gets to me yeah it's there like, was an Indian die? guy drunk on top of a train that was like parked and just walking around <laughs> and then he just decided to reach his hand up and grab one of the wires and it fucking shocked him and he, that was and then it. he just dies and, and he dies just, that, yeah that just, that fucks with me that kind of shit fucks with me Okay, Kino, it's your turn. I said, I said the two guys in the woods in Russia killing the guy with the hammer. Han said a cartel video. Oki said, uh, like Saint Jude videos or something. What is oh, the, the worst well, thing you've seen? I have to sort of agree with Hans because I remember there was a board on B where people were posting gore, and I saw that. And honestly, like the Mexican cartel videos, I think have to it's take surreal. the cake. of like just the most like disturbing gory shit but i have a story that's maybe a little bit lighter i'm gonna lighten the mood a little bit with this so i went to college in in ireland i'm a a good irish boy uh and uh so i went to college in dublin like trinity college dublin and on the break so i'd come in between the states and ireland uh this was back in 2012, 2013. I guess this would technically be 2012. Yeah, so this is a while ago. I didn't have a cell phone because I didn't really believe in cell phones back then because back then you could be a guy that didn't really believe in cell phones. <laughs> and, so you just had and, no cell phone? How would you How would you talk? How would you communicate and socialize? I had like, a, I think I had a singular one, like brick phone around that time. I, had a I was behind. I, I had a brick phone. I had a Nokia brick phone. I had a Nokia brick phone until I was, I want to say, 2021. Um, I had That's a Nokia like four years phone. ago for you, though. <laughs> yeah, but I had a Nokia brick phone until, I was, until honestly, I needed to get a, uh, a smartphone because my job, you know, working as a PA, they were like, well, you got to have a smartphone to have, do this and this and this and whatever. And I was like, Okay, I guess look at a smartphone. Right. So, um, yeah. So, basically, what it, what it means is that when I came back to the states, I didn't have a I didn't have a phone in the states. I, I had a Nokia brick for Ireland, but it, the SIM card was for Europe. I couldn't use it in the states. And um, so, when I got to the Atlanta airport, I would have to get on my laptop. I'd basically go onto uh, I think it was Facebook because I still use, I, I haven't used Facebook in so long, but back then Facebook was like less cringe to use Facebook messenger to basically message my parents, tell them, Hey, I'm back in the States. I'm alive. Don't worry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everything is good. Right. And, uh, um, but I lived in Ireland. I lived on a, in a flat with five other guys and, when you are an 18 year old living with five other 18 year olds in a single apartment, shenanigans sometimes happen. And sometimes what would happen would be, you know, if I left my laptop open, they would get into my Facebook account. So one time they got into my Facebook account, right. And they changed all my photos to be 
photos of erect penises, um, <laughs> <laughs> which actually ended up having people in my community in the States calling my parents at like two in the morning oh, asking no. them if, if I was a homosexual. Uh, <laughs> I love that their impression is that's how you come out as gay. Is, yeah, uh, you yeah, post yeah. erect penises <laughs> on your feet. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, no, I said, somebody got on my computer and did that. But anyways, I thought that I thought that everything they did was just Facebook level shit. But no, one of them, one of them had a little bit more of a devious plan. And so I, I often left my laptop open because I was always like working on something. And I always had this fear, like, if I like shut it down, then like, maybe I'll lose progress or something like that. You know, I, I've had it happen a couple of times and I'm, I, I just get a little paranoid about it. But anyways, uh, in the eight hour plane trip from Dublin to Atlanta, my laptop completely died. I had to restart it when I was in the uh, Atlanta food court in the international section, bring it up, connect to Wi-Fi, and it's all booting up. I press on my you know internet browser and it goes to my homepage. So I'm there surrounded by many thousands of people. It's the it's the busy time of year. It's right before Christmas, right? So people are just it's insane. And there on my homepage is one man one jar. Oh no. And I am there sitting in the Atlanta food court watching a man shove a jar up his ass. Jesus. That feels very Will Graham in Manhunter when he falls asleep looking at murder photos on the plane. And then there's just a crying little girl and mom next to him seeing that. Christ. What a, I, I can't imagine anything worse popping up in public. There's no explaining that away. Yeah, it's like, guys, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. My friends like the- actually... I don't like the kid. I just told a story about one time that he was hard in public. (laughs) (laughs) But what happened was it was just like the classic case of like, I didn't quite know what I was watching at first. And then I see the ass descending on the jar. Is that a succulent (laughs) pair of thighs? And then I'm like, is that oh, a pair of thighs that looks like they've been cut before somehow? <laughs> are, there, are there scars all over this man's legs? Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, oh, and, you know, it's like the moment where you're like, oh shit, oh shit. And you're like, you don't know well, what it's to because, do. And you're just kind of like, also, just there's, frantically there's moving no reaction in that video. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, you watch the watcher react more than the guy. Like, the guy's just like, ah, here we go again. I guess <laughs> I have to, ah, uh, you know, like he's just yeah. kind of annoyed by it <laughs> instead of, you know, you that you're watching and just like, oh my God, this guy's asshole is. So I, I caught yeah. my hand today in that like, tiny little thing with glass and I, I'm still hurting. So I cannot imagine what, What's... you know, your asshole being slashed by a jar would What's... hurt like for there how long. Some, I guess you know? there's some people that just like that, right? There's a second part to this story though. Um, so about a year later, a little less than a year later, I was at a small party with Moot, Christopher Poole, creator of 4chan. And I told him this story and he said, yeah, he goes, every time I watch it, he says, you know, when the glass breaks, it just gets me. And I go, I mean, I, I, I go the sentence with every time. <laughs> oh, that's what I said. It. I said, I was like, okay. I was like, e- e- every time you watch it. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then it was funny. I, I was like giving him this looks like every, I was like, so you watched it more than once. And he's like, yeah. And then, and then he goes, do you want to take a picture with me? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny though but yeah that was it, it so i guess my sort of reaction from that wasn't really based on the the contents of the video more so the the social the setting the yeah. setting yeah exactly the right setting we i was just it. completely freaking out um and i don't know i think those whenever something grows like i would think it's funny so it would have re- like i remember like I was, I was living in Toronto, and I was talking to my parents uh, on MSN Messenger. You know, where the webcam was the little square, and you couldn't get bigger than just like that much. Uh, and I remember I sent my mom and my dad that were video chatting with me a link to see two girls, one cup, just to see their reaction. 
and when I sent what it, what the fuck is up that with you, dude? <laughs> Listen, shut up. Uh, <laughs> when at that moment, when I sent them that, my aunt and my grandma came into the room to say hello to me. So they, so I just saw like all of their faces just change from "Oh my god, I haven't seen Hansi so long" to. There's people eating shit on screen. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. I, too, like yeah. to show my parents Salo or the 120 days of Sodom. I'm, like, confused. Like, no one else is like, what the fuck? Like, it's just me. Like, what? Hey, Hans, you, you expected what is that story, dude? people in their 50s yeah, and 60s like, oh, me too. 10 years ago to have the same type of understanding yeah. of internet culture and humor that you did that the, they wouldn't immediately assume wow our son is really disturbed maybe we should seek but therapy getting, for this boy getting payback for whatever trauma i have that i haven't recognized in my life yet <laughs> i guess <laughs> that happened to me when i was a kid or something